0: electronic specifier hey
1: are you passionate about semiconductors listen to the passion for technology podcast available on all podcasting platforms
0: hello and welcome back to electronic specifier insights and today i'm pleased to be joined by john young who is the general manager at eu automation so hi john thanks for joining us and how are you today
1: i'm good thank you yeah i'm good how are you
0: yeah, I'm not bad, thank you. So if we could just start, please, with a brief introduction of yourself and your background.
1: Yeah, of course. I've been in sales my entire life, but I've been with this industry for just over eight years. I'm currently the, the group sales director and I'm responsible for all of the sales across our five global sales offices.
0: Excellent. And tell us a little bit about EU Automation as a company.
1: Yeah, of course. So, EU Automation, we are a global supplier of unused, reconditioned and obsolete automation parts to manufacturers all over the world.
0: Fantastic. So, obviously, you know, you're specializing in supplying automation equipment parts around the world, as you've just highlighted. So, I'm interested to hear how the pandemic affected the company's business.
1: Okay, yeah. So, look, when the pandemic hit, we were sort of perfectly positioned to to meet the needs of customers that could no longer get the parts they needed lead times from traditional sources sort of increased massively and new a new equipment wasn't readily available we were sort of there to fill the void and ensure these manufacturers could still get the hands on the parts that they needed to keep their machines running we had lots of brand new customers that had never previously been with us but they had to look outside of their own supply chain to find the the parts that were critical to themselves.
0: So what would you say then has been some of the biggest challenges that your customers have faced over the last few years?
1: Okay yeah so I mean the, the biggest thing is they've sort of had to re-evaluate their supply chains and they've had to have a sort of clear policy what they principally are looking for. The supply chains have got to be robust um, and they've got to be agile enough to absorb new challenges and you know getting these parts without breaking their sort of production and it's easy to see really why it's so important because of the, the growing lead times, stock shortages, there's been lots of non-cancellable orders and uncertainty on when these parts are going to be received and the supply and demand on on these goods that we're selling they can be used in lots of industries so it, it really is first come first serve and that's been a, a, a big thing over the last sort of couple of years.
0: So with with that in mind, then, what type of solutions has EU automation offered manufacturers when it comes to to sourcing hard to find parts and getting them to customers?
1: Okay, so we work with customers to really help them understand their obsolescent needs and how to migrate for unforeseen downtime. We've got one to one account managers and there's a, a lot of emphasis with ourselves on relationship building to understand how we can help them significantly more than you know just a, a spare part supplier we have native languages for the majority of countries across three continents um so we can really understand the customers issues quickly um, and we can sort of get them the best deal possible another thing that we that you know that we're really big on is peace of mind you know we're we're a fairly big company and so we have dedicated after sales to ensure that Everybody knows when the parts will be there. There's sort of everybody is available to, you know, to, to be there when the customer has the anxiety of parts being or potentially being late. They don't have that with us. Most of the parts that we supply, they're stocked, so we can get them to them as quickly as they can. And lastly, really, our extended, our own extended warranty gives sort of a sense of security that if there are any problems, they've got a warranty with us and we will get the problem sorted very, very quickly.
0: Excellent. Sounds like a great support network there. So I'd like to focus on semiconductors for a moment. They've, they've made national headlines in the past you know, two to three years. The COVID pandemic and its domino effect on on global supply chains have caused shortages that have impacted a multitude of industries. But at the same time, frequent mergers and acquisitions of, of semiconductor manufacturers have worsened one of the industry's biggest problems, which is obsolescence. So could you tell us more about this obsolescence
1: yeah look there's there's lots of obsolescence surrounding semiconductors and it's it's down to the the accelerating pace really of of this technology development like internet of things and autonomous driving were factors before you know covid-19 hit and so as consumers you know to understand how technology can make lives easier and as a result the new tech is increasing exponentially this demand leads chip manufacturers to sort of phase out older models in favor of newer more efficient cost-effective models and pair this with a boom in in you know tech sales brought brought on by the pandemic in some areas you know an increase of sort of 120 percent it's really easy to see why supply could no longer meet the demand
0: yeah definitely definitely and what strategies do you suggest for businesses then looking to cope with with this semiconductor shortage
1: I mean, firstly, you need to understand your own facility and machinery, you know, what components are needed, where, and and more importantly, how critical they are. I mean, that's the basis of a good obsolescence strategy. Next, you've got to make sure that your supply chain has options. You don't want to get caught out when, you know, you're trying to replace these critical parts. And so what suppliers do you have established relationships with? After all, you know, we can't stop the parts from going obsolete, but companies can prepare for that eventuality and ensure that it doesn't impact, you know, their their production and, and their bottom line.
0: Mm, excellent. And could you explain how EU automation deals with surprise fluctuations in demand?
1: Yeah, okay. So, look, fluctuations in demand usually occur when a a, wi- a widely used product family approaches the end of life. I mean, luckily, we've got tried and tested s- supply chains that span the globe. So, we put a lot of effort into efficiency with the way that we handle and process requests. I mean, look, fluctuations can't always be predicted when it comes to demand. But because we've, you know, we've been working on these internal processes over the last 13, 14 years, we can get these parts super quick, even when the the demand is high.
0: Excellent. And and following on from from that, then, how can buying reconditioned parts help businesses mitigate current supply chain problems?
1: OK, so like similarly, what we what we saw with the semiconductor shortages, I mean, diversification. Of the supply chain is key and you know supply chain management is essentially managing risk if we can ensure that reconditioned parts are coming from a a reputable supplier with peace of mind of a warranty and can be delivered in a good time companies are more successful in finding the the right parts the need for for the right price
0: and and following on from that then i think we all know and understand that e-waste is is a massive problem in fact, 50 million metric tons of e-waste are generated each year. So how can we ensure that goods are reused, recycled and repaired as much as possible?
1: Yeah, well, look, I mean, the focus on sustainability is, is huge and, you know, it's only set to grow further. I mean, e-automation as a business, we're passionate about keeping waste out of landfills. And so contributing to the circular economy, which, you know, effectively is, is essentially recycling, it's much more preferable to the traditional approach to make use and then dispose buying refurbished parts is a great way to contribute to this we effectively take used parts we recondition them back to factory standards means customers can get their hands on top quality parts for a competitive price we and you know there there are other companies out there like us that offer service exchanges so it encourages customers to send their old parts back and exchange them for a new one at a discounted price you know we can then pair the the old parts and give those parts a new lease of life and they can stay you know in circulation rather than ending up in landfill
0: so how do you then navigate the changing challenging landscape of of the reconditioned parts supply chain
1: So look, it comes back down to relationships. I mean, we work with lots of companies that offer these fantastic repair services. We also have a good understanding of what kind of, of parts customers want to source reconditioned units for. And it, you know, it always tends to be the parts that cause the most trouble when they break. You know, the long lead times caused by the pandemics forced a lot of manufacturers who had never considered buying reconditioned to sort of. Take the leap of faith and the plunge to buy them, and, you know. And when you can trust your supplier to verify the part, get it you for a great price, and you know, ultimately have it on the shelf with lead times, it it tends to be a no brainer.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay, so moving on on from that topic, then I'm, I'm interested to hear what some of the key trends have have been for you in in 2022. You know, the last couple of years, say.
1: Okay, I mean, look, we've we've seen a huge need for manufacturers to take. A different approach for their supply chain management and sort of go back to basics. Um I, I know we've spoken to lots of of customers that have, you know, have had these sharp reminders that putting all their eggs in one basket when it comes to suppliers has sort of burnt them until they found companies like ourselves. You know, there are also lots of buzzwords like, you know, about AI and, and how that potentially could help solve supply chains. But ultimately, unless you understand fundamentals of what you're looking for all of this new technology won't help you when it comes to sort of unforeseen global disruptions like you know like we saw with with covid so you know ultimately uh, ensuring that you maintain good relationships with suppliers that you trust is it it is you know ultimately has been a key trend that we've seen
0: and what about trends that you've seen sort of this year and, and what you're predicting to see in the next couple of years
1: okay so i mean in the short term certainly in the last Six months to out of COVID, we've seen lots of our customers stockpiling parts to sort of make sure that it doesn't happen again. But truthfully, we we think that's you know a bit of a knee-jerk response, and with the amount of money that that, that costs, may not be one for for the future. I mean, moving moving forwards, we we definitely expect to see a return to sort of just in time methods where they they're reactive when it comes to buying parts. But truthfully, you know, it, it's likely that obsolescence will accelerate due to developments in technology and so the problem of obsolescence is never going to go away so you know it's important for customers to bear in mind that they've got to consider other options when it comes to supply and, and like we said not put all of your eggs in one basket
0: yeah it's certainly been a tough couple of years for the industry so thank you very much for the advice that you've given everyone today but before we wrap up is there anything else that you'd like to add to the discussion
1: yeah, I mean, look, one thing worth highlighting is growing lead times. It caused lots of frustration over the last couple of years with with certainly our customers. And although lots of these OEMs are sort of getting there, you know, getting the right side of it, we are still seeing 40 or 50 week lead times for some of these new parts. So the, the new market is, is still pretty hot. You know, we would, we would say that, you know, re- revising the approach to their supply chain management, you know, they've got to, Take into consideration things like considering reconditioned parts they're significantly easier for us to get hold of, and we can make sure that you know they are they're in stock and that there's no lead times and to make sure that customers know which parts are critical in the facility so they don't get caught out and you know we can help with that and you know diversifying the supply chain if you know putting all of your eggs in in one basket is risky so you know striking up a a relationship with a trusted supplier like ourselves we can make them aware of you know where the industry is and and you know how we can help them moving forwards to to make sure that they're not sort of stuck in the mud when it comes to finding spares
0: i wonder following on from that are you seeing more businesses taking their supply chain management much more seriously now
1: yeah i mean look they've they've been caught they've been caught out during covid and you know although we we don't want another unexpected event to happen like that again you you don't know what's around the corner so we would you know we would always we would always advocate that you know they look outside their normal supply chain and what else is out there just to make sure that you know that they're not caught out in the future
0: Fantastic. And it sounds like EU Automation has got a, a great support network. So that sounds fantastic. Well, thank you, John, very much for your insights and your advice. It's been a real pleasure speaking with you.
1: Thank you have so much. Technology is your passion? Great. I would love to welcome you to the Passion for Technology podcast. See you there.
0: Electronic specifier.